yeah. guy that hot doesn't come up with a joke that funny on the spot. <laughs> it takes a lot of suffering through high school and college to come up with jokes that funny. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor in Paradise recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Uh, I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. not bad. We have a lot of paradise to get to, but first, housekeeping. I don't mm. think we have anything new. We're still in Colorado. Yes. Where we are still very dry. The dough. The dough. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I'll say is many of you have asked about the opera I'm in here, and I will link out a little information below in case you're interested and are in the Denver area. You should come. Which is She's very good. sweet. It's always very sweet when people are like, I live here. I'd like to see the opera. I'd like to think that me going on The Bachelor somehow got more people into opera. Me too. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a nice takeaway? Yeah. Okay, so, so- The Bachelor saves opera. Imagine that headline. <laughs> If, if like like Verity saw that, he was like, uh, you know, he would roll over in his grave, bachelor. definitely. Okay, who so- is this bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> he must be very wealthy. Okay, so do we have any overall thoughts on episodes eight and nine? This is decent. Yeah. This is decent. Like I was not upset. I fell asleep a couple times. That's because it was late. We were watching it really late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to watch this after I had rehearsals, so it was pretty late for yeah. us. However. We didn't mind it. No, it's I would good. not say quite as scintillating as episodes six and seven. No, but, but it still. had some scent. It was a light scent. Yeah, a light, yeah. late about the scent. Nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's a okay. Disaster. That okay, let's get going. So episode eight kicks off with the Lace and Rodney confrontation. This was the big cliffhanger from last week. Andy, you laughed when Rodney saw Lace and was like, "How are you?" And she was like, "Good." Yeah, a million bucks. I don't understand the like that's as you've said said before. You've pointed this out. It's an American thing. Mm -hmm. They don't do this in Europe. No, because no one. First of all, no one cares how you are. Yeah, and if anything, they kind of want to hear bad news because people are just dicks. So you think when people ask how someone is, they're secretly hoping things are going terrible for them? Let's be honest for a second. Let's have some honesty Mm -hmm. here. Like when you meet an old friend or something, and you're like, "How are you doing?" And they tell you, "Like, oh, my job is great. Oh, it's so my true. wife is. I love being married. Yeah. My kids are all doing great." Yeah. And you're like, "All right, all right." Well, they take it as an opportunity just to start bragging. Yeah. And you're like, "I was just being nice." I got to be honest, and I'm not a bad person. Yeah. I, I genuinely I like to help people. I don't like people to suffer. I feel a lot of guilt and empathy. But if I had to, if I gun to my head, I had to choose between. Meeting someone I haven't seen in a long time, ask them how they're doing, and A, amazing, and they tell me all the details, or kind of bad, and some bad things happen, yeah. I, I choose bad. <laughs> <laughs> no one will admit it. Even some people alone will not admit it, but you know I know you know I'm right. It really comes down to the person. Like, how much do you actually like them and wish for the right. best for, for them? For someone who's really close to me, obviously, I don't want something bad to happen. But yeah. if it's some totally random person I, like, worked with a few years ago, yeah. it's just like, I don't, okay, great. I'm glad everything's going so well. I just asked you because I wanted you to say good. That's what I want. When everyone says, how are you doing? They want to hear good. That's it. Or fine. Fine. Yeah. Fine or good. Anyway, so Lace's knee-jerk reaction yeah. to Rodney's knee-jerk question. Which is total bullshit. Yeah, is she's it a not lie? Good. Does it count as a lie? Yeah. Is she a liar now? She's forced to give a pleasantry. Yeah, good. good. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah. She's great. We've never Top seen... Top of the morning. 
<laughs> We've never seen less good than in no, this moment. Nothing been less good. So Lace asks if he had a good date. Rodney says he did. She says she doesn't want to settle. She likes him. She wants to get on the same page with him. Rodney says the last day and a half, he's been getting to know Eliza. They had a great time on their date. He doesn't want to hurt her. This is tough. He's sorry. He didn't see it playing out like this. She says she understands and now rises. And you and I were like, oh. <gasps> This took our breath away because we thought this is where it was going to end. I was so almost impressed. <laughs> it turned out, though, that she did have a few more words to say. She mm. says that she trusted his words. He told her not to worry. She's going to go home now. She starts bawling. And Andy, yeah. you said she almost had the classiest exit ever. I was going to be so impressed. So close. Still not an unclassy. Oh, no, edit. not classy is not even the right word. Yeah. It's just like a sort of a mess of an ending. Yeah. Well, I want it. It was a clean ending. Considering clean and mature what this was being sold yeah. as you know hurricane, hurricane lace, lace we, yeah. this was the cliffhanger clearly the producers cast are on the season hoping for a big hoopla here she really didn't give them what they were looking for and i felt oddly proud of lace i i was also proud <laughs> you know when she first came on the beach in episode one she said she had done a lot of work on herself and then she kind of acted kind of strange and did a lot of funny lace isms but yeah. it was in she this moment in. yes as the way she took this you know, she said in the car out, she cried a bit. She said she felt humiliated. But in general, I don't think the powers that be got the reaction out of her that they were hoping they would get. No. And I felt like that's the work. We've yeah. seen the work she's done on herself in yeah, how yeah. she carried herself heading out when things didn't go her way. I thought she handled this relatively well, Very considering. Well. Yeah. Very well, considering. Yeah. Yes. It could have been perfect. But it was fine. Yes. Michael and the other guys come over and hug her while she cries. It, it does seem sweet how everyone seems to yeah, care she's about a, her. She's that sympathetic character. She like is. She, Lace is a good person. I think she's an interesting person. I'd yeah. like to be friends with Lace. I think Lace doesn't think enough of herself. I completely agree with you. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's All right. that. So we're, yeah, we hope for the best for Lace, genuinely. She doesn't need a man. She just needs Lace. <laughs> she don't need no man. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> On. Want me to speed it up again? I don't know how they do that. Okay, so Rodney and Eliza talk now. Nothing much here. He pretty much says that she's where his heart is. She loves this. They embrace. Now, Aaron in his ITM reveals that Lace, when she had been talking to the guys before Rodney returned from his date, had revealed that there are new guys over at the resort where the ladies are. And Aaron's like, that's not good. And so now they wonder if their ladies are forming connections. Cut to Serene showing negative interest in the no. new guys and just talking about how much she misses Brandon. Cut to Brandon now starting to spiral. We get a flashback to his time on Michelle's season. They love a good flashback. Yeah, it's like Vietnam. It's literally like they, that's like the equivalent of the Bachelor in Paradise equivalent of him like in the trench. He's like calling in airstrikes. Yeah. It's like gunfire. People are dying. Oh dear! But instead, it's just Michelle breaking up with him. Oh, I mean that was a pretty brutal breakup. But that's what I'm saying. That's the Bachelor in Paradise equivalent of trench Vietnam. You're yeah. overwhelmed. PTSD is what I'm saying. Okay. He's got PTSD from that. He does because otherwise, why? Why is he worried? I know. Why is Brandon? Brandon, it's so obvious. That this is the relationship. Yes. Yeah, it's so obvious. Serene knows. Serene's not worried. Yeah. She threw in a couple like requisite like, oh, maybe there's yeah. something <laughs> happening. She knows it's not happening. It does feel like Serene has been less scarred by this franchise than Brandon has. Yeah. And I even wrote what Brandon doesn't seem to realize is he's one of the chosen few. Brandon says, what's going to happen next? I want to fall in love here. I'm on edge every day. I did think it was funny how... He says, I want to fall in love here. I want to fall in love here. I don't want to have to deal with twists. Yeah. But he's really getting the long 
stick. <laughs> I was going to say the, the long, long end of the stick. He's getting the long stick. He right is getting a long stick. Yeah. I mean, Brandon has nothing to worry he about. He got the long, he got a short stick in the butt before. <laughs> the thumb. We still haven't fully fleshed that out, but no Maybe one intended. day you'll meet him and can ask. Yeah. So That's the, the first question. Like, nice to meet you. So what's with a finger in the ass? Tell me about the thumb and the butt. So the next day, Danielle says, paradise is the best. It's more conducive to relationships working in the real world. So she's laying yeah, on a daybed with Michael. Right. I wrote again for the chosen few. Meanwhile, Michael says, I recommend paradise six stars. So more chosen few here acting like they don't know they're the chosen few. Brandon no. doesn't seem to know yet. No. But... Michael knows. Michael. It was in his contract. He literally signed a contract that said, you are the chosen few. And he's like, oh, that's good. His lawyer's like, yeah, I like that. Okay. And the next item in that contract is, you must act like you don't know you're one of the chosen oh, few. Oh, well, that's a given. Of okay. course. That's part of, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so over at the resort now, the ladies just seem down and unenthused by their new men. Jill in her ITM reads her journal where she calls the guys hot garbage. Ooh. Ouch. The gist is the ladies want to get back to their non-air-conditioned and crab-laden beach, yeah. and they wonder where Lace is, and on cue, Jesse arrives. He says he comes in peace, and someone, most likely Genevieve, says, you never come in peace. He reveals now that Lace went back to the beach the night before, but Lace discovered that Rodney had developed a stronger relationship with someone new and left. What? what? I wrote, it's so mean to tell them this, but also... It's also like we would be robbed if he didn't tell them that. That's true. Serene says that could happen to like anyone. Like. Serene has like really drives it home. (laughs) Not just anyone. Like anyone. (laughs) The ladies start to melt down here and Jesse asks Victoria how she's feeling and she reveals she actually has her eye on Alex. Mm, Brittany expresses some interest in Tyler and there's general interest in Adam, but no specific romantic interest in What's Adam going on with which that? we don't understand because he's like just I so feel gorgeous. like Adam like Jesse should be banging Adam <laughs> at this point like why is he not getting attention <laughs> that would be I'd be hot see I, I mean, mean so, uh, yeah, that's, yeah that would be quite the pairing yeah that's a real that's oof, real like that's like caveman style <laughs> Jesse asks if there's any interest in either Rick or Olu and the ladies are like mm, nah Something happened there. It does I think, feel like we I, missed something. I there. have a theory, and it's not. This is not like you know. It's not like <laughs> you know a theory about like quantum mechanics <laughs> merging with with macro. It's uh, that they came with a huge chip on their shoulder. Like, oh, we're rolling in late. Like, there's going to be women just just is that is us. that to have a chip on your shoulder? I think to have a chip on your shoulder is the opposite. You walk in and you're like, oh, I have something to prove. Well, oh, you, okay. Maybe they had, okay. So I got the order wrong. Okay. First, they walked in thinking they were, you know, it's going to be jungle. Easy. And then they developed. And then the chip yeah. Hap, you're right. Thank you for clarifying. Oh, I, you know, I've never quite understood what a chip on the shoulder means. I think well, now I, know I do. What it, I know the gist, but I don't really know what it means. Oh, I means, get what means. it means, yeah, yeah. but I've never realized that it means, uh, yeah, I, okay. We, yeah. We, we, we're, <laughs> yeah. I, I had a little, there was a slight tweak. That, you now know, the Shandies are going to tell us the origins of the chip on the shoulder. Which is great. This is why we do the podcast. Yeah. I do this podcast for learning for education <laughs> crowdsourced education yeah it's true that's, that's my trojan well, horse it's incredible how you'll get a shandy who's like well actually i'm a so-and-so professor and this we is have what- everyone there's no one there is not a single i as i said i asked before how to make a nuclear bomb and i know that's on the internet so i bet there was some shandy who was like i know how to make a nuclear bomb but it's on the internet i'm not going to tell you that's embarrassing there's nothing they don't know yeah. there's no question we can ask that they don't know my favorite ever was the one about the Louboutin red heel and you were like do they have 
exclusivity to that? Like, do they can they sue another brand if they have the and red someone soul? Knew. And someone was like, well, actually, I'm a lawyer and this was a case that we studied. Yeah, I have a question. I'm just this is totally unrelated. I, I know where we were. I'm going to get back to okay. it. Okay. I want to know, does any Shandy know is familiar with string theory <laughs> and within string theory, there has to be something smaller than a string. I can't live with the fact that a string is the smallest thing. So what's the breakdown of an actual string? Go. Okay. Anyway, Olu and Rick. Oh, that was so cute. That had nothing to do with anything. And it shows that it's just something that bothers you. It's been bothering me. I have an issue with the end. Like Mm. I have an issue with the tiniest thing, but there can't be a tiniest thing and there can't be a biggest thing. Yeah. It's all just infinite both directions. And I want to know, like, what is, is there a tiniest thing? If there's a tiniest thing that breaks down a lot of, like, I have issues with that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So getting back to Rick and Olu and the chip on the shoulder, you think they came in and they were like, ah, I've got this. Oh, they rolled in expecting like a king's entrance. Mm -hmm. Like literally like people with trumpets, a red carpet, just naked women, like jumping on top of them. And they got- them grapes. (laughs) Grapes. There's always grapes. Do you think that happened? I honestly don't even think that ever happened. I don't think a woman ever fed a king grapes. I think that's a total trope. Well, the thing is, I don't have an issue with just putting a grape in my own mouth. I would rather put a grape in my mouth than have someone feed me grapes. I want to pick the grape. I I would be okay with- Like if I'm holding a thing of grapes, I want, I look. I say, there's (laughs) some grapes I don't want. I pick the grape. (laughs) I want to feel a grape before I eat it. I want to feel it before I eat it. The firmness matters I want to be in control of grape eating. Yeah, Yeah, and actually there are other- No matter how powerful I am. (laughs) There are other foods that I would be okay with with being fed, but grapes is not one of them. I agree. Wow, we are tangenty That's today. Okay, so on, let's go on. back. Yeah. Olu, okay. Olu and Rick, they expected I a king's entrance. I think that they came expecting that. Yeah. And they got nothing. Yeah. Ne- less nothing. than nothing. Less than nothing. And they were just and they there was some engagement some exchange that we weren't shown that was kind of like a little icky mm. where I think they showed their disdain for the situation. Yeah. And it was bad. And the women were like, okay, bye, done. I think You're, we even got over. a hint of that last week. We made fun of Rick for being like, hey, Genevieve, the water's great. Yeah, I mean. But there was a moment after where Rick joked, like he basically mocked her by being like, Aaron's over here. Right. Yeah. Like as though it that was, way. He was spiteful. Yes. He, he, he was pissed off. But I can imagine if I were Genevieve and I were missing Aaron, then he kind of like, made fun you. of that like that. I'd be yeah, yeah, I would be like, fuck you. So anyway, it did feel almost contentious. I'm very curious. I do feel like we were robbed of this. Yeah. So Jesse goes to the guys now and sends Rick and Olu home. Andy, you seemed to find this hilarious how he pretty much went and was like, you three stay, you two go. <laughs> Jesse, no, no host has ever done that. No host has ever sent people home before. This is the first. I, I mean, it was that bad that he's like, I don't even, we're not even going road ceremony. This is like, you just go enough to have your last shrimp, have your last <laughs> drink, get the hell out of here. Okay. Now there's a very forced three man chat where Alex says he's excited to pursue things with Victoria. I do wish we'd gotten a little more of the early stage flirtation between Alex and Victoria, because I'm not going to lie. I'm very invested in this. We see Victoria and her ITM cry now because she feels like she's kind of sort of cheating on John. No. I mean, actually, scientifically, exactly kind of, sort of cheating. So back at the beach now, Logan and Johnny chat. Logan reveals that Kate, who, let's remember, is shacked up with Jacob at this point, has expressed interest in him. We get a flashback now where he tells Kate that he also feels it, and they laugh about how messy it all is. Andy, you said Kate really came to stir up shit. Yeah, Kate is here to play. Oh, yeah. It feels like she... Has a chip on her shoulder after Mm. maybe how soon she left in Clayton season. I remember being shocked when Kate went home. Kate was one of the best dressed. She was so smart, so cool, so funny. Clayton just has bad taste. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I think Susie's pretty great. 
But yeah, but Susie, like I predicted Susie was, was going to win before I, when I saw the season cast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It has nothing to do with taste. But Kate was a classic case of like, wow, how did she only go home in episode two or whatever? And she, she also felt the same way because she came to play. Mm-hmm. So to Johnny now, Logan says that he wants to pursue that. And Johnny calls it Geometry Beach. I would call it Calculus Beach. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, geometry is too exact. I would say it's more like curvatures. The big problem here is that Sarah and Kate are friends. They really emphasize this. And this is where I do think there's some so-so storytelling in this episode. This is why I think it's like, okay, the episodes one through five were edited by the C team. Episodes six and seven were edited by the A team. And now it's like B team because there's Hmm. some not really fleshed out storylines here. Well, anytime they have to do flashbacks, there's an issue. Like, why are we flashing back? Why not just show it? You're making a great point. Okay, the big problem here is Sarah and Kate are friends. This doesn't come to any kind of fruition, really. Mm. We just get the gist that Sarah feels slightly betrayed by Kate. I don't know if Sarah and Kate are like friend friends. It I think they're like of, Bachelor in Paradise friends. Yeah, I don't, I don't think picture, they're really. I don't picture Sarah yeah, and Kate I don't think. I don't think Kate's the kind of person who would do that to a real friend. Yeah, and I don't picture Kate being friends with Sarah. I also don't. And that's uh, <laughs> that's saying, yeah, all right. Well. Okay, but we, you and I here said that we could actually see Logan and Kate working, and this is before we even saw them yeah. interact. And now we see them interact because Kate and Logan talk. He says he wants her. She says good. They talk about how complicated it all is. And hilariously now Jacob comes by and kisses Kate right in front of Logan, not really catching on to oh, the sweet sexual Jacob. tension. Sweet, sweet Jacob. He is sweet. He's innocent. He would never think that his friend would do that to me it's so obvious that kate and logan should have five minutes into a conversation with each other just pursued each other yeah that's why like that's how i feel i look i don't know what it would be like to go mm-hmm. on to paradise tragically <laughs> it is funny to imagine me in paradise but i do think that i would know who i'm into within five minutes of talking to oh, someone yeah. there absolutely and i think you would play the field oh definitely <laughs> We know each other, at least. Okay, so Michael finds a date card now. And of course, it's for Kate. She asks to talk to Jacob now. Andy, you really wish that she had just read the date card and said, Logan. And if I was Jacob, I'd be like, no, I'm not doing the talk. Oh, really? Just read the name. I'm not doing it. Because what do you think? What did Jacob think that talk was going to be about? (laughs) Okay, so Kate and Jacob chat now. She does a full on textbook bullshit sandwich which we talk about a lot in our q yeah, yeah, really. yeah. oh it was nice it was like a stage deli bullshit sandwich oh, for people yeah. who are familiar stage deli i think it closed actually it's very sad stage legendary deli. new york deli i mean it's like the most famous deli in all of new york i've never even heard of it are you joking stage deli the stage deli mm. carnegie deli you ever heard of that yes well it's right next door so it's, it's like less famous away. than carnegie deli no it's equally famous it's more stage is a little more famous than carnegie well is it still around I think it's gone. Well, oh, all right. Point couldn't made. have been that good. Carnegie yeah. Deli is still there. Good point. Good point. Kate tells Jacob that she likes him so much. He's so great. She loves his energy. He's so sunny. She wants to be forthcoming, though. And now we get the. Yeah, that pastrami, that thick. Yeah, the it's thick like a, like, pastrami like six in the inches of pastrami with like a sauerkraut and like a like a like a Russian dressing. But last night she felt that there was a stronger connection with someone else. And Jacob in his ITM says that he loves Logan, but it still stings. And he in general takes this unbelievably well, gives his blessing and gives yeah. her a hug, and that's it. Let me tell you something. Jacob. Jacob. He's a sweetheart. I'm gonna tell you this right now. 
And, and I don't feel conflicted enough to feel uncomfortable saying this. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. That was, yeah, was you took my double negatives to another level just now. Yeah. That was, I barely made it, it through that. It was really unnecessary, but it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Totally unnecessary. But, um, I feel that of all the contestants I've ever seen in Bachelor Nation, the trajectory of Jacob for me mm-hmm. has been the most straight Upward. up. Is that the best way of saying that? Yeah, no, that's, I mean, you went from being indifferent to Thomas to loving Thomas, but it was more based on how quick, wronged though. he was. It yeah. was one day I was indifferent. The and next day we were, yeah. we were married. Yeah. <laughs> but, but with Jacob, I was just like, oh, this guy's a joke. He's annoying. And the way he treated Gabby, it was just like, I was disgusted with him. And now I think he's lovely. Yes. Lovely, a sensitive, warm, intelligent. Gives people intelligent, the benefit of the doubt, it feels like. Humorous. Yes. Lo- just like wholesome. Like, I feel like this This is a good guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm into Jacob. This is a good redemption story because yeah. otherwise he would have just left after telling Gabby, oh, you're still That's, hot though. I always say, and I stand by it, paradise is where villains become heroes and heroes become villains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Such an expert now. Yeah, I mean, I... I Am I not? I mean, I if I'm not an expert, who is? <laughs> if I've been doing this for this long and I'm not an expert, I'm a, I'm offended. I think it's funny that you you're talking about how long you've been doing this to me. <laughs> that's why that's like a guy to take the Vietnam analogy further. It's yeah. like a guy who just like just just drafted, just jumps into trench. He's like, so what do we got here? <laughs> we shoot those guys over there, and the guy's literally he's got like a thousand yard stare. He's just like got his like grenade laundry. He's like. Uh, I yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah, you're you're that guy. Yeah. Apocalypse now, by the way. Oh really? Great scene where um Martin Sheen, Charlie Sheen's father, okay, goes into a trench. He's like he's he's really he's still kind of a newbie, mm-hmm. but he's been through it. But then there are these three guys just sitting in the trench and there's like huge fire coming in. Like it's like they're they're under it's like bad situation. Okay. And the guy, this guy is just sitting there and he's like literally like high, he's just smoking joint, he's just like sitting there. He's like nothing. It's like the way you'd be sitting on your couch when you're about to fall asleep at night after having like, you know, like Chick-fil-A or something. Okay. And he's just like casually picks up a grenade launcher, puts it on his shoulder, and like shoots a, a grenade, and you just hear it and it blows up. And it clearly kills the people who are firing at them. And then he just puts it down and sits back down. Like his expression never changes. Ooh, that's, that's chilling. That's, that's me. <laughs> yeah, I've been recapping for too long. <laughs> okay, so Jacob and Kate returned to the group. I thought it was a little cruel that they made Jacob sit here for her to say Logan's name. I thought that was cruel, too. The whole thing was cruel. Yeah. Poor Jacob. Sarah does not look thrilled with this. And now Logan asks to talk to Sarah. And he asks to hold her hand. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I got to be honest. I wouldn't let him hold my hand either. I don't yeah. like that. Like, like I don't like a forced hand. Yeah, that, that false intimacy before a oh. shit sandwich. Oh, I agree. I don't want any part. Don't, yeah. don't hug me. Don't touch me. I just want to hear it. Give me the news. And let me walk away in peace. He reveals Kate pulled him aside for a conversation and they discovered there was something there. Meanwhile, Sarah is smiling tensely the whole time and cracking her knuckles. I do think they were reusing this footage of her cracking her knuckles the and sound, amplifying mean. the sound. But yeah. nonetheless, she is not taking this super well. Her focus is definitely on the humiliation of it all. Yeah. It reminded me a bit of Rachel Reckia, Bachelorette Rachel. You know, it didn't really feel like she was so sad to have lost Logan. She felt embarrassed. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think a lot of Paradise is that. 
<laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Well, Andy, we record this in the morning, which means that lunch is still on the horizon for us. But isn't it so nice that we know exactly what we'll be eating? And by the way, this is a really quick one. This one takes 10 minutes total. It comes wow. in a handy dandy bag from HelloFresh delivered directly to our door. Isn't this nice? It's our lunch bag. <laughs> yes, exactly. It reminds me of the old days. Yeah, totally. And it's step-by-step ingredients and directions. And let me tell you, this is game-changing, especially since right now we are in Colorado. So we mm-hmm. are on the road. We have a full kitchen. We have a fridge. But it would really suck to have to go and buy every individual ingredient. And HelloFresh delivers everything you need. No more, no less. So there's very little food waste. And it's a cooking lesson in a bag. It is. And it's also just way cheaper than buying groceries. When you're at home, you know where to run to get stuff. Yes. But we don't know where to go. Yeah, we're a little helpless. There's just a 7-Eleven across the, across yeah. the street. It's not a great <laughs> we're place not to our shop lunch. for a freshly cooked lunch. Yeah. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Shandy65. That's Shandy65. And enter promo code Shandy65 to get 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Shandy65. And use code Shandy65 for 65% off plus free shipping. So Andy, we are on the road right now, which mm. means a whole new selection of restaurants and shops and sites to see and things to do. But before we would do any of that, what's the first thing we would do? Gotta look at reviews. Yes, you and I are actually huge review people. Yeah. Even though we don't we don't typically uh, leave reviews ourselves. We're like silent sleuthers of reviews, but yeah. we literally won't go to a restaurant if it doesn't have at least four stars. It has to. And as a matter of fact, when we come to a new town, we estimate whether or not they're a half star above or below the New York This average. is true. We actually do this. So we'll come and be like, oh, it's four and a half stars, but this was like a four star restaurant to us. And so we're like, okay, so everything here is inflated by half a star. <laughs> this is actually something we do. But my point in mentioning all this is to say, why would you not look up reviews for your doctor? You want to know that they are getting good reviews from other patients like yourself and that they're reliable and they're qualified and that, you know, they're just good at what they do. Yeah. Like, would you care more about whether the service was decent or average or above average in a restaurant or whether a doctor cured <laughs> your problem? Yeah. It's actually really funny how you and I in particular will obsess over which restaurant to eat at that night. But then with a doctor, you know, ever since ZocDoc came along, that's when I've really been like, oh, wait, I should be paying attention to what other patients are saying. And actually, there was a doctor that I went to on ZocDoc who wasn't really highly rated, but she was nearby. And I was like, well, it's convenient. She takes my insurance. Mm. And I ignored the reviews. That was a bad call. They were all exactly right. All exactly right. Yeah, They always are. Crowds (laughs) are right. Individuals might be wrong. Crowdsourcing works. And we're not even talking about how useful it is is to search for a doctor within ZocDoc because you can filter not only by location and reviews, but by whether or not they take your insurance, which is huge because that means you don't have to call the office to ask if they take it. You don't have to talk to a human ever. <laughs> Who wants to do that? No, no one does. Go to ZocDoc.com Shandy and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com Shandy. ZocDoc.com Shandy. Okay, so meanwhile at the resort, Shanae's at the bar with Genevieve and Shanae's butt was black boxed here. And Andy, you said, really? I'm an adult. (laughs) This is basically the two of them getting wasted and bonding and being ridiculous. And we thought this was mildly amusing. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. Whatever. It is sort of funny how they're now best friends. Yeah. Okay, so getting ready for her date, Kate talks about how into Logan she is. She says, quote, 
Is the Pope Catholic? Does Dolly Parton sleep on her back? Does a one-legged duck swim in a circle? Andy, you really enjoyed all of these. I did. Was I only am familiar with does a bear shit in the woods and is the Pope Catholic. Mm. But these are two new ones for me. And it's been, I mean, I've been alive for a long time. I've never heard these. Yeah. My one issue is too many syllables. I would have liked that does a duck, does a one-legged duck swim in a circle to have like two less syllables, but I'm good with it. It's gonna. I'm going to be using that. Logan and Kate head off on their date now. Meanwhile, Sarah says she feels lied to and deceived. There's a bit of her considering Jacob, but mm. I this wasn't really fleshed out. And now we see Jacob meditating, and in his voiceover, we hear him claim that he can breathe underwater. Did I write that wrong, or did he claim that? He did say that, and I, I, I know you cannot breathe underwater. Let's just clear the air. <laughs> But there are, I have read about this, there are deep sea free divers Mm -hmm. who do this thing where they like sort of swallow air. Okay. Which is, I don't understand any of this. Okay. I mean, they literally stay down. They go down like 300, 400 feet, even more. I've heard, I think, I think the record is like something insane. It's like 700 feet. Okay. Which is where it's literally so deep that the water is pitch black. Like think about that. How how insane is that? Without, without oxygen. Diving down to where there's no sunlight. There's nothing more terrifying to me. Nothing. But anyway. Um, there, deep, deep water, though. Deep, dark any water deep is water. terrifying Even to me. Even shallow ocean. Anything ocean is scary. That's <laughs> yeah. why I like the ocean. It's like a roller coaster ride. A pool is like, who needs a pool? A pool's like a big bathtub. I don't even like <laughs> bathing. I don't like taking a bath. <laughs> okay, okay. But my point is, is that I think that some of these free divers have this sort of thing where they, can, they have air that they've swallowed that they can kind of manipulate. That's amazing. Yeah, there's some crazy things. But uh, Jacob can't do that. He's bullshitting. But he's a good guy. It's nothing. This doesn't take anything away from him. So he goes and hangs out with Andrew and Sarah and Brandon. And Andrew openly says that the two of them are in the same boat. But once again, the storytelling, we never really see Sarah and Jacob establish anything beyond just sort of bonding over being heartbroken. Okay, so Kate and Logan date now. She exfoliates his back. They have excellent high-level banter here. This is what we want to see. Well, often when we're watching, there's a lot of me just sort of pan face taking notes and you making these digs. Yeah. But during this date, you and I were just like... Yeah, it was just hot. We were completely wrapped. I had my base ready. I, it was plugged in. I was, I was ready. I was like, huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Logan in his ITM says this is the biggest flame he's felt. And at the resort now, Genevieve prays to baby Jesus that it rains and ruins everything down at the beach. Mm. It does indeed rain. Hilarious comment from Victoria now. Because Genevieve reports back that they prayed to baby Jesus and it worked. And she said, oh yeah, older Jesus doesn't care. He's too old <laughs> at 33. It was, was a, funny. Very funny. Victoria's funny. Yeah, Victoria's good. Yeah, she, I mean, this is another redemption story. Another oh. villain to hero. Wow, you're right. Name, uh, okay, let's do this. I'm going to put this to the next level. Mm. Name a villain who hasn't become a hero on Paradise and name a hero who hasn't become a villain on Paradise. Wait, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that didn't come out Nailed the way it should. It. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very poetic, but you get my point. Name yeah. one. Name one. A villain who did not become a hero. And a, and a hero who did not become a villain. Uh, there Wait, may no, have been a there's couple, many heroes who didn't become There's a couple villains. of heroes who didn't yeah. become a villain. You're right. Yeah. I take that. Name a villain who didn't become a hero. That's my point. I'm going to. Well, gonna, I don't predict Hayden, who comes, who seems to come based on the previous. Oh, film. that? You're right. Yeah. That would be amazing if Hayden became a hero. If Hayden becomes a hero, <laughs> I right now I am declaring that this will be the biggest I told you so of all time. From me? From everybody. 
Wait, against you saying that every villain becomes a hero? I don't know if I... Uh, the, I told you so is, is, is an interesting thing. Because I don't know if you deserve it. I told you so when no one's technically disagreeing with you. Yeah. But regardless, if Hayden becomes a hero, let's just say now that my point is 100% solid gold okay. proven. Okay. All right. I'm done with that. But if Hayden does not become a hero, I get an I told you so. I don't think so. I think it's just, I just it's provided a jury's him as an out. Example. It's a jury's out situation. Okay. All right. All right. So back on the date now, Logan and Kate toast to her shooting her shot. They have some more cute banter and they kiss. It's pretty magical. Not going to lie. Logan in his ITM says it's clear he wants to give himself to Kate moving forward. It's such a deep connection. So early on, he's all in. It's actually endearing. It's really endearing. Yeah, because Logan's been kind of like unsure. Yeah, he finally found his home. You know, in a weird way, it was a sort of microcosm for men in general when they find someone they really, really, really like. Because yeah, he likes Shanae. Well, it's like that thing, you know, where the, the, like you're trying to get that that metal ball and the little divot in the hole, that game. Yes. What's that game? What is I that forget, game? I forget, but a, there's a lot of those in Survivor and yeah. I'm really bad and at then, them. And then like it's rolling, it's rolling and you're like, it's almost, it goes in and out and you're yeah. like, oh, that was, that, was, that was close. Yeah. And then it hits and you're like, oh, there it is. That's <laughs> where it belongs. Good one, Andy. I like that. Yeah. Back at the beach, Michael, Brandon, and Johnny talk, and the focus is definitely on Johnny and how much he misses Victoria. He's confident in her. He's set on her. He says when the other girls walked in, he was like, no way am I budging. Good foreshadowing there. Mm-hmm. At the resort, Alex and Victoria chat. She thanks him for being patient. In her ITM, she says he's who she would date normally. I agree with that 100%. Oh my God, the two of them together? Oh my God. Yeah. She says when he scratched her head, it was one of the only times in the entire Paradise experience that she felt truly comfortable. And now there's a grade A flashback mm-hmm. to him out of the blue, just reaching down and rubbing her head out of nowhere. And you and I laughed really hard because this was 100% me. Oh my God. If anyone wants to sleep with my wife, just scratch her <laughs> head. Seriously. That's all it takes. I love a good head scratch. I yeah. remember in our early dating days, you would rub my head and I was like, okay, I'll marry him. And I, every fight we have, if I really, I pull, I don't, I feel ashamed to pull it out, but if yeah. we're having a bad fight and I really, I see no way to get out of it with words, mm-hmm. I just scratch your head and it's like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Alex says, quote, it's the moments between the moments that make the difference. And Victoria in her ITM says that Alex is 33 and on a more similar life trajectory. I agree. Okay, Genevieve finds a date card now. Obviously, it's for Victoria. Victoria asks Alex and he carries her off. And we marveled at just how ridiculously good looking a couple they are. Mm. Andy, you said they're a real L.A. couple. <laughs> L.A. couple. <laughs> that That's my couple. Isn't that fine? We're like a New York couple. That's an L.A. couple. Are we in New York? Oh, we totally are. We're a New York couple. Oh, yeah. But like, We're not an L.A. couple. No. When I look at a couple like that, I'm like, oh, that's yeah, an L.A. That's couple. so L.A. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> blinding. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Alex and Victoria are now on their date. He says he's elated to be there in her company. She says she came into this super open to anything. And she says that when she got to the beach, she didn't expect to find someone, but she did. And she's generally a one guy girl. She says he's the kind of guy she normally dates. And because of that, she didn't want to touch him with a 10 foot pole. And he asks now if she, quote, facially profiled him, which I thought was hilarious. I was impressed with this joke. But Andy, you thought the joke was so good that you refused to believe that Alex made it up. Facially profiled. Yeah, I don't think Alex Alex has got that in his bag. Yeah, I I don't. I I think he heard that somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't seem dumb. No, he doesn't seem dumb, but I just don't, I don't think he he came up with that on the spot. I will say I don't get funny from Alex. I don't get that either. A guy that hot doesn't come up with a joke that funny on the spot. (laughs) 
It takes a lot of suffering through high school and college to come up with jokes that funny. Maybe he's an ugly duckling in high school. Let me tell you something, Alex, never ugly. Alex, good looking baby, good looking adolescent, awkward phase, good looking, college, good looking, never been ugly. Never. Alex asks what the final straw was. She said it was when he rubbed her head. I wrote, I understand this. And there was an unspokenness to this, which I Mm. appreciated. It was almost like he felt that it would be accepted and welcomed and she would be into it. Yeah. It's funny to imagine if she weren't into it, she'd be like, get your hand off my head. Oh, yeah. A head is an intimate place. It is. You don't touch someone's head without like a real, you know, understanding. 100%. Once in a while when someone... You know, if you're out and someone like just touches you in a place, it's not like touching someone's boob or someone's butt. But if someone touches your head, I, I'm kind of like, you know, where I learned this lesson. I, I learned this lesson is very. This is a this is a story. I'll get comfortable. So one of my very very close friends, Dove, yes. who's a comedian, mm-hmm. and who we've had on the podcast. I'll who, link it here. Link it. Yeah. So anyway, this was back almost 20 years ago. So maybe fi- let's call it 15 years ago. Okay. Um. He was a comedian at the Comedy Cellar, and David Lee Roth, who was the lead singer of Van Halen, used to come to the Comedy Cellar all the time. Okay. Just random. And he loved Dove. And Dove happened to be, he owned a building. He bought, was like 23 years old. Him and his brother took all the money they had, and they bought this tenement in the Lower East Side. Oh, that's such a good investment. Such a good investment. Oh, my my God. God. Let's not even talk about it. But David Lee Roth's like, I'm doing this. I'm taking over for Howard Stern for the, uh, you know, the Howard Stern show on the radio. Because Howard Stern went to Sirius. And so David Lee Roth needed a place to stay in the city. He's like, hey, man. He's like, I got a place. Dub's like, I got a place. I got my upper floor is is vacant. So David Lee Roth moved in. And I used to go to hang out with Dove. And David Lee Roth would just come down and hang out with us all the time. It was insane. So I spent David Lee Roth's 50th birthday. It was just the three of us. Me, Dove, and David Lee Roth just hanging out on his deck. That was David Lee Roth's 50th birthday. (laughs) It's unbelievable. It's one of the greatest moments of my life. Okay. And I was a big, big Van Halen fan. Okay. And what's the relevance here? So like two years later, and, and I actually, we actually hung out separately. Like I actually went to get a drink with David Lee Roth. It was insane. Okay. It was the greatest celebrity story of my whole life. Okay. So a couple of years later, I'm walking down the street and I'm, I'm with some girl. I'm, I'm, I start dating and I see David Lee Roth sitting on a, on a stoop. With some guy. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, there he is. I, mean, I, just, I know David. I mean, we, we hung out. We, yeah. we had drinks together. So I go up to him and I like, I like grab his head. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a terrible call. Such a bad call. I don't know what I was thinking. I just, I just got carried away with myself. I literally like ruffle up his head. I was like, hey, David really Roth. And he flipped out. <laughs> And, you know, he's like, he's like trained. He's like a black belt in like karate. He's like all into martial arts. He like fully got up. He's like taking a karate stance. And I was like, oh, I was like, you remember me? Dove's friend. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he sits back down. And I, for to this day. Oh, my God. I am so upset about that. Why didn't I just go up and be like, hey, hey. Dave, it's me, remember? <laughs> Why did I have to touch his head? The touching of the head. It's very intimate. Was so upsetting. And he's famous. You have to be careful when someone's famous. You can't just go up to people a famous person. Yeah, people try to kill people like that. They're <laughs> yeah. just like, like stalkers. Yeah. It's one of the biggest regrets of my life. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk anymore. That is so sad. Yeah. That's the head touch gone wrong. I think if I hadn't done that, if I had given a more normal introduction, <laughs> maybe me and Dave would be having Thanksgiving dinner together. Oh, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. You know, I don't blame him. 
I don't blame it at all. As a matter of fact, I would have gone further. I would have punched me in the face. <laughs> okay. All right. So the last of the stories don't touch people's heads. Yeah. Don't. Bad call. <laughs> okay. So back at the beach, Johnny says that he's never felt about anyone the way he feels about Victoria. But he says, quote, I'm younger and she's getting older. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Nice call. Andy, you said that's such a young thing to say. The gist here is that Johnny would consider a proposal. He is so wild about Victoria. He says he's had one serious relationship ever, and it never felt like this. He says something about Victoria makes him want to be a better person. Mm -hmm. And Andy, you said, I knew Johnny would get outplayed by Victoria. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like, uh, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan. You, You may be great, but there's always someone better. Back on the date, Victoria says she's excited about Alex. Andy, you said he's a better match for her. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure how that's going to go down, but we, you and I talked here about how much more mature Alex feels. Yeah. Andy, you said, yeah, Johnny's like the coolest college kid in town. Yeah. Victoria says she's mentioned wanting five kids, and Alex is very much on the same page, and he asks a blunt question, does he have a chance? She says her relationship with Johnny is great, but she has her concerns, and he says he knows she wants to keep exploring that, but he has explored enough to know something special when he sees it. And she's like, oh. And he wants to pursue her and only her, and in her ITM, Victoria cries some more about guilt. And she calls Alex, quote, every girl's dream. So Brittany and Tyler now chat. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even talk about this without laughing. Well, the Victoria Alex thing was, I was really on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I was really enjoying. It felt very mature. It felt like an actual thing. It felt sort of like the Logan Kate. Yes, watching Logan and Kate, I was totally yeah. into their banter, and I was into the t- the tension with Victoria. You know what and this Alex? says? People. What? Well, I'm assuming we're people. I don't know. Are we people? Why we're people. aren't we people? <laughs> I'm seeing most people. Where are you going with this? I think people want to see mature relationships. Yeah. Is that not well, what they want to well, see? Well, and that's why I'm always like, can we please have a bachelor who's over thirty? Yes. And that's the thing, Johnny, and no disrespect to Johnny. Johnny's the man, but he's the man for college. I don't know if Johnny's the man. He's just likable. I'm saying, you know, as far as he's like, he's like basically, uh, you know, Matthew McConaughey and uh, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. No. It's the only thing I can think of. I haven't even seen that movie. It's the one with the the 70s or the high school. um, Oh, uh, Days I'm Confused. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. That just came out of me. Good job. (laughs) Yeah, he's like the cool like guy, the hometown guy. Yeah. He's cool. But isn't Matthew McConaughey in that show, like, isn't he older? Like, he's been held back a year That's or two. That's true. <laughs> the analogy doesn't hold up that well. But my point is, is that Johnny is cool. He's yes. very cool. But he's not a full man yet. Well, And, and we I want to see men and women. Yes. That's what I want to see on the show. I don't want to see boys and girls. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. Okay, so Brittany and Tyler chat, speaking of girls and boys. And he is generally effusive about how much he wants to get to know her. Andy, you said, I don't get it with this guy. He doesn't say anything. He just echoes what others are saying. With his six pack, that's all he has to do. I think you've, you're mistaken, Andy. It's an eight pack. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> that extra two abs it does, really matters. It, it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was so heartwarmed. Heartwarmed. My heart was warmed by how many people agreed with me on abs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it says something about what that person's spending all their time doing. I completely agree. Would you rather have someone trying to, you know, eliminate plastic from the ocean or Mm. getting those two extra (laughs) abs? That's that's assuming that I'm eliminating plastic from the ocean. (laughs) But I also don't have an eight, but so. 
it's important that you differentiate between the six and eight abs that Tyler has. Yeah, big difference. He's got all eight. Six, like he's most not people can get six. No one can get eight. Eight is like you're really pushing it. You've got four. I've got a solid four. You've got a solid defined four. I used to have six like a long time ago. I'm, I'm glad you have four. I but like I didn't have six because I worked out. I had just six was its genetics. I'm just like I, I, I come from a long line of people fleeing from places. We had to flee fast. Mm. I'd flee from Russia, from Poland, from Germany. We were just fleeing constantly. And to flee, you have to have a tight core. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I'm just a fleer. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Yeah, it is sad. Okay, Brittany says she likes Tyler so much, and he says, I like you too. She says she's confused, and he says, quote, yeah, I feel you on that one. Mm-hmm. And Andy, here you said, I think I'm breaking up with Brittany. Done. They continue to say absolutely nothing together and finally make out. Brittany's got bad taste. And I'm not, nothing against Tyler. I think Tyler has good quality. No, I, I know that's bad. Tyler has some good qualities. I, nothing against look, Tyler it's doesn't TV. do anything wrong. It's TV. Tyler may be a wonderful person. Yes. I have nothing against Tyler. I'm just saying on TV, I'm not a big fan. Look, he just doesn't. He has, has no bad flavor. Taste. He has she no goes, flavor. She goes for looks. Age. She cares about that extra set of abs. She cares about that extra set of abs. And I expect more from her. You were thrown off by her low voice. You thought it meant that she would be above caring she's about not above it. eight eight abs no she's she's totally below it she's on it she wants that eight abs <laughs> does anyone have 10 abs that's weird those like weird crazy bodybuilders I've, have yeah 10 i feel abs, like where it's like that it. it's like literally on your penis yeah. <laughs> like it's not no one there's not even an ab there it's just like suddenly like the top of your penis has two abs <laughs> Okay, I don't know if it's fair to say Brittany has bad taste. You know, in a way, they seem perfectly matched for each other. It's just, I agree. In terms of this, you know, pre-makeout, like, oh, we both like each other. This is the early stages. Like, I wanted more on the edge of my seat tension, more buildup. And instead, it was just like, I like you. I like you, too. Oh, I'm confused. Oh, I feel you on that. It's like, oh, God, just kiss already. Yeah, Uh, weak. (laughs) Okay, so cut to Shanae wandering around now. She's like, hmm. Where are Brittany and Tyler? When she realizes that the two of them are missing, she is pissed. And now Jill and Serene talk to Adam about how messy this is going to be. This is Adam's purpose. He's like the guy friend. Yeah. And then they hear voices shouting from the room Shanae has entered. It seems to be the bedroom she shares with Genevieve. So it's the two of them talking. Genevieve thinks Shanae is jumping to conclusions. So she agrees to go out and try to find Tyler and Brittany to see if they actually are talking and as she slinks around, Andy, you said she looks like the girl from The Ring. <laughs> I mean, does she not? Just from the back, though. Just from the back. I've never seen The Ring, so I can And cannot. by the way, the girl from The Ring from the back looks okay. Looks pretty good. It's not an insult. <laughs> she does find Brittany and Tyler making out now and now says in a voiceover that at least Shanae has faithful Logan back at the beach, who would never, ever no, betray no, her, no, even though Shanae has made out with Tyler countless no. times now. Of course, cut to Logan and Kate kissing and embracing and agreeing that what they have trumps everything else. Lots of buildup here. And that is the cliffhanger of episode eight, Andy. Did that come sooner than you thought? It came a little later, actually. (laughs) Okay. Well, we get credits now. The guys are in the pool trying to jump and touch the lantern above. That's hard to do. Yeah, it was cute. That takes an enormous amount of quad strength. It was cute. I kind of find it amusing when you see men doing really... It's nice. Like, it's not stupid. It's just like, no one's going to touch it, but they're all still trying. I think men are at their best when they're just being silly together. I agree. 
Lots of cute friendships there. Okay, so now episode nine. In the preview for the episode, we see Shanae yelling at Kate on the beach. And here I turned to you, Andy, and I asked if you wanted to see that. And you said, yeah. <laughs> well, because, you know, they feel well matched. Yeah. Like, Shanae, you feel like a lot of people are like, I don't want to bother with that. But Kate. Yeah, it's Kate good. Kate is like, okay, I'll take you it's on. It's like Pacquiao Mayweather. Which one's Pacquiao and which one's Mayweather? Well, clearly... We know who Mayweather is. Mayweather's Kate. Yeah. You think Shanae is Pacquiao? Yeah. Hmm. The remaining newcomers have their individual intros now, and Adams is a banana boomerang, and you approved of this, Andy. By the way, bo- can we talk about boomerangs for a second? How, oh, how insane how amaz- is a boomerang? Can I, oh, let's talk about boomerangs. Yeah. Which, by the way, I think is the first great human invention. The first? The, fir- the boomerang is not a greater invention than the wheel. The wheel was invented after the boomerang. What? The boomerang was invented like 50,000 years ago. Are you serious? There were barely cavemen when the boomerang was invented. Did you Google boomerangs before this I did not. I know about the boomerang. (laughs) I didn't Google boomerang. Okay. I've studied the boomerang. Okay. The boomerang was around before the wheel. Okay. And it was an amazing invention. Think about this. Everyone's like throwing rocks and spears and they, they're gone. Yeah. How, you have to have a whole giant pile of spears and rocks. But, Why not just have something that comes back to you? But here's my issue. If a boomerang lands on the target you mentioned- That's it, killed. It's yeah, dead. Yeah, but it doesn't come back to you. Yeah, but the thing is dead. Yeah, but that- Okay, so then the point you go is get that it, it comes get back the to you if it doesn't you get, land. Yeah, you're missing 99% <laughs> of spears and rocks okay, thrown, according okay, okay. to the studies okay. that have been you according know, conducted. <laughs> they, they're gone. Okay. They miss. Okay. What, you think these cavemen went out, they just threw one spear and right away, right in the head, done, they killed? No, the, every, most spears missed. And they're losing all these spears and rocks. And yes. they, some guy's like, wait a minute, let's get something that comes back to it's us incredible. that we can reuse. That guy was the Steve Jobs of the Stone Age. <laughs> you know what? It's an insult to him to say he's Steve Jobs. He's Tesla. Right? I think you're giving Elon Musk too much credit by saying No, he's, he's Tesla. Tesla, Nikolai Tesla. <laughs> So Logan in his ITM says that he's so confident in his and Kate's connection that he's prepared for the storm ahead. It's funny how everyone knows this will be a storm. but Not a hurricane. Not a hurricane. But it is interesting to think that had Tyler not gone for Brittany, how different this would look. Yeah. If Brittany had different tastes. Brittany. At the resort, the ladies say they miss the beach and the waves and the breeze, which cues Jesse. Genevieve says that if Aaron has formed a connection with someone else, she's leaving. I wrote, we'll believe it when we yeah, see right. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> she ain't leaving that beach. The boy who cried wolf. Jesse says they are going back to the beach, but it's a very different beach. Yeah, don't black dun, sand. Dun. When he leaves, Genevieve says, why do you have to say that thing about the different beach? <laughs> This is funny. Back at the beach, Kate says her money is on total chaos. Meanwhile, we hear Jacob tell Florence that he has to tell Jill she's not his person. Andy, you said that's the worst way to get turned down. You said that's like leaving a job without a new job. Yeah, you're not even eligible for unemployment benefits. That's how much you want to leave that job. The ladies return to the beach now. Aaron immediately embraces Genevieve and they go chat. They talk about the other guys and she says she didn't give them the time of day and quote, they asked me and I said I wouldn't go on a date. I thought the they here was interesting because at a glance it might be the other guys asked her, but I actually think it was the powers that be asked if she would go on a date and she said, no, don't even bother. Yeah. Because she didn't get a date card or anything. No. And we know that over these episodes, the date cards are 
strategic. Mm-hmm. Aaron says the others explored their options, but he, being the angel he is, didn't even entertain it. He only thought about her. Yeah. He reveals he didn't go on any dates, and she starts crying with happiness. And of course, the previews showed this scene as being a negative. We knew, but I called it. You I did? called okay, it. Okay, I told you so. You, you did call it. Everyone called that. Andy, you me. said here, imagine being that torn up over Aaron. <laughs> Uh, you know, honestly, you know, I gotta give credit where credit's due. Aaron's Aaron's showing himself to be a decent guy. I I feel bad about saying. No, that. he, you know, he is. But Aaron, like, there's something so I don't want to say rehearsed, but it does feel like he's doing this over. It doesn't feel no. like it's 100 percent sincere. But that's okay. This is what I'm gonna say. I think there's gonna come a day in like five or six years when you can be this broken up over Aaron. <laughs> So all eyes are on Shanae now. Shanae in her ITM says that she's all in on Logan. She knows he's waiting for her. Meanwhile, Sarah's basically eating popcorn, waiting for everything to go down. And Kate says she's not concerned in the slightest. Shanae says she missed Logan. He asks if she met anyone else. And she says she went on a date with Tyler, but she really downplays this. She's like, oh, yeah, it was just a date. But, you know, hmm." (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Watching it was very different. He reveals he went on two dates. I'll raise your Tyler date. Yes, I went on two dates. He said there's someone who he feels heard and seen by and who he just needs to pursue. He says he wasn't sure how to navigate this because they had just begun to recover from the James saga. Mm -hmm. I thought this was very deftly. He is reminding her of what they had just gone through when she left. Logan's been pretty good about taking a lot of shit and not dishing it back. 100%. Finally, he's like, you know what? I've sort of redeemed myself here. You did a thing that's bad. You did a thing and and I I did a thing that's perfectly fine in retaliation or, you know, whatever, in response. Yes, totally agree. He's coming into his own. <laughs> Logan is finally becoming Logan. Fine. The Logan we've always known he could be. Yeah. He says the way they worked through it didn't feel healthy to him. And she asks why he didn't express that at the time. And he says it's hard not to see how that wouldn't be hurtful. Yeah. And he asks to give her a hug. And she says, no. No. No hugs. <laughs> Sinead or ITM talks about how horrible Kate is now. We see flashbacks of Kate calling her out at Women Tell All. And she says, and she sounds like a fucking man. So good luck. I've never met a man who sounds like Kate. This really rubbed me wrong. Just as someone with a low voice as well. And people would tag me in tweets where they said they were waiting for me to whip out my dick. I've said uh, that's this before. just unbelievable. Yeah, it's just so, I just don't know why people make fun of people's voices. But she doesn't even have a low voice. She has a low voice. Is but it it's low? A, it's oh, low, but okay. it's like, who cares? I, that doesn't mean she sounds like a man. It's just mean. It just doesn't Shanae make any sense. A, it shows that she's a child. Shanae is a child. She's showing her true colors. Yeah. She's showing Shanae 1.0. The fact is, 2.0 is only when she's everything's going her way. That is so true. She's only able to be fun and fun-loving when she's the one in charge. Yeah. Shanae is generally upset and Kate goes and comforts Logan now. The group literally cheers while Logan and Kate make out now. And Logan in his ITM says he wants to show Kate off and hold her up like the little lion in The Lion King. That's cute. And I know what cute. he's feeling. Uh, I wanted to show you off too. Oh, what? Wow, nice. What's that from? I know it's from Lion King. <laughs> you just said Lion okay, King. Okay, okay. You sing any tune, any tune you want from The Lion King. Other than the one I just did. I think I know this. Okay. Yeah, I think you do too. One of them is by Elton John. 
Oh, oh, I know this. <laughs> Can you feel the love tonight? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <sighs> I'm sweating. <laughs> we hear Shanae talking about how Kate is 33. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, because it's about how Kate, does she really want to go with a much younger guy? Uh. And she says, I'm not crying because I'm upset. I'm just mad. This is while Genevieve is like wiping a tear away. Yeah. she's She can't even admit she's upset. This is very childish. She's a child, but not in a bad way. She's just a child. Child, it's nice. Children are great. <laughs> Think about the children. Andy, you said, this is the girl who was cock-blocked out of fucking someone three nights ago. Three nights, by the way, is being optimistic. It's more likely it was two nights ago. Am I wrong? She has no right, no right to be pissed off. She could be sad. She definitely can be sad. Yeah. And she should be sad. But, yeah, but she should one, not be pissed off. You're right. She says, I'm not crying because I'm upset. That's the one thing she can be. It's the only she thing says, she I'm can mad, be. But no. she's not allowed to be mad. She mad? Was- no. uh, <laughs> how many guys has she made out with? Yeah. One in front of Logan. Yeah. Shanae storms over to Logan and Kate now. Everyone's scrambling to watch, which was hilarious. It's amazing. And Michael says, Ohio women throw hands. Michael knows Ohio women. He knows their fighting techniques. Is he from Ohio? I don't know. I actually don't know that. Yeah, I, was, I don't think he is from Ohio, which makes it even weirder that he knows how Ohio women fight. I've never heard the, <laughs> that Ohio women are prone to fighting more than that's other... Also, I mean, that's quite the umbrella statement. But yeah. I mean, I will say it did seem like Shanae had the potential to do this. Yeah. She pulls Logan to talk again while the audience watches from above. Shanae says she's pissed that they were near her while they were kissing and stuff. It was disrespectful. She accuses him of not bringing his concerns to her attention. And he says, maybe he did, but they weren't heard. Ah. It was a great comeback. Aaron and his ITM is very team Logan because they're friends, you know, because they like leapt up for the lantern together and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Now they're friends. That kind of that's, stuff bonds that's, that's, men. That's it. That's all it takes. <laughs> he says, quote, Shanae needs to go back to the drawing board in terms of personality. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest disc. In the yeah, history of Bachelor in Paradise. Good. I will say, just slightly in Shanae's defense here, I did find it surprising that Logan and Kate would cozy up to each other within eyeshot of uh, But it's not Shanae. that easy not to do it. Like, there aren't that many safe places. You gotta, yeah. it's, it's, you know, the moment happens and it happens where it happens. Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna be like, oh, we gotta watch out. We're triangulated with Shanae. Like, you just do what you gotta do. Shanae in her ITM calls Kate disgusting and Logan gutter trash. And Andy, you said she has issues with rejection. And Kate in her ITM says that if her guy chose me over Shanae, then he was never her guy to begin with. You and I could not have agreed with oh, this yeah. more wholeheartedly. Truth. Truth right there. So, Andy, did you know that there are 30 million women who are impacted by weakened or thinning hair? 30 million? 30 million. Three zero. That's that's a lot. Wow. Is that like, that's like one out of five women-ish? You know, it's a big part of your self-esteem. And I know that, you know, into my 30s, my hair is not, not as thick as it used to be. And that's why I'm such a big fan of Nutrafol. You're also a big fan. Actually, you've been using Nutrafol longer than I have. Yeah. You sort of turned me on it. I'm a veteran. Ironically. You are a veteran. And- And some people may look at me and say, why are you taking Nutrafol? And it's a little shameful. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm taking it because I know that I had a very thick head of hair. 
Yeah. As a young man. <laughs> and I would like to try to stay there. Yeah. It's all relative, right? Totally. A lot of people today might be like, oh, like, shut up. You're, you don't, you don't have hair thickness issues, but I know what it once was. And why wouldn't you just do what you could to keep it as thick as possible. Right. And what's the downside? You're basically taking a vitamin pill. And Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth by targeting the five root causes of hair thinning, and they are stress, metabolism, environment, hormones, and nutrition. Yes. So you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code Shandy to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Again, that's Nutrafol.com, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Shandy. So Andy, you know I am a sale hound. You're a sale attack dog. <laughs> I am. I just really want to get the best deal possible, whether it's using a promo code or waiting for the right deal to come around. And that's why I'm a big fan of Upside, because you're basically getting paid to shop. Every time you spend money, you earn money. Upside's an app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or eats out. Yeah. Basically a human. <laughs> yes. And this matters right now because prices are very inflated. And so it's nice to get a bit of cash back when you are spending money on those things. Like I'm blown away by how much things cost right now. Mm. It's noticeable. Oh yeah. And so I, you know, you want to be rewarded for spending money. It just helps. Yeah. It's basically knocking a little bit off inflation. Yes. So basically you can claim an offer for whatever you're buying on upside. So you check mm -hmm. into that business and then pay as usual as you would. And then you get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards and loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with upside. So much so that Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. Oof. So download the free Upside app and use promo code SHANDY to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Again, that's $5 or more off your first purchase of $10 or more with the free Upside app using promo code SHANDY. Kate finds Shanae on the beach now and tries to find common ground. This is a very exciting moment, actually. I'm not going to lie. I was really looking forward to yeah, this. Yeah, Mayweather Pacquiao. Shanae tries to pick the battle about the proximity of Kate and Logan talking. And Kate says, hey, your conversation with Logan was over. Which mm. nah. Kate says she doesn't appreciate Shanae talking shit about her, which I think is right. Shanae says Kate talked shit about her at Women Tell All. And Kate says that was a different landscape and a different season. And Shanae doesn't really have a comeback for this. No. She starts to try to walk away. And Kate says she really wants to believe people can change. And Shanae's just like, nah, I'm out. I thought it was interesting how for how confrontational Shanae is, she actually was not able to handle this conflict. She was outmatched. It felt that way. It, it felt like she realized that Kate had a well-thought-out rebuttal for every complaint she had, and she was just grasping at straws. She didn't have the skills. She didn't have the ring generalship, as they say in boxing. The what? The ring generalship. Generalship? That's actually one of their several judging criteria in boxing when okay. you judge a fight. And one is ring generalship. And it's just like this sort of... Control. Yeah, just like who's in control. Who, when you look at the fight, you're like, that guy's the guy. Yeah, okay. And, and that's what Kate was. She was the Mayweather. Oh, it's such a good point. It really felt like Kate was just better at this. I don't know how else to put it. It felt like no matter what Shanae said, Kate was going to have a better articulated comeback. And Shanae realized that and was just like, okay, well, I'm above this. I'm leaving. That kind I think of Kate is really smart. Kate is really smart. Yeah. Uh, Kate in her ITM relishes this victory. I kind of like this about Kate is that she could be like, oh, I'm, but she's like, I'm not above admitting that 
you know, Sinead really sucked in my season and I'm not going to lie. Oh, she I savored this. it yeah. like a fine old yeah. red wine. It made her very human that she could admit it, even yeah. though it wasn't as flattering as her being like, oh, I tried to find no. common ground. And that's ground. what we want to see in the end too, yes. right? Yes, yes. She gives the people what they want. Yes, Kate. she does. So the focus now moves over to Jacob. As Jacob stretches, we hear him say he hopes Jill found someone else. And Andy, you said, great sign when you hope your girlfriend met someone else. <laughs> We get a flashback to Jill with her crystals. And Andy, here you said, it makes me happy when people's crystals don't work out. <laughs> crystal people will say, oh, she used the wrong crystals. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it should have been the blue, the blue crystals. <laughs> the blue, the blue. <laughs> Do you know who disagrees with crystals doing anything more than anybody? Who? Is actual crystals. The crystal is just like, I'm literally a rock. I'm a pretty rock. A very pretty rock. Yeah, I rock. That's all I do. I rock day and night. I was born to rock. I don't do anything else. Respect me for what I am. Stop trying to make me more than I am. I just rock. Jill reveals she struggled to even talk to the other guys or to make connections. And Jacob looks crestfallen by this information. He says, okay. (laughs) It's pretty, it's, see, this is true comedy. Comedy is tragedy. Yes. There's no comedy without some tragedy. Yeah. Otherwise, it's hack. Mm-hmm. And what's funnier than the look on Jacob's face when he realizes that Jill didn't find anybody else? He says that he made a connection with Kate and, quote, to be honest, I kissed her. Watching everyone downplay. Like, I mean, yeah. they made out so hard. She was straddling him oh, in the hot man, tub. But, yeah. you know, he kissed her. Oh, yeah. He says what he had with Kate was stronger. Not that what he and Jill had wasn't strong. No, it was strong-ish. He says it was a signal that this wasn't right for him. And she cries and says it sucks. And she spent days just crying in bed. But at least she has clarity now. She says she's going to go. And I said, oh, that's, you know, that's a pretty good yeah, reaction. Yeah, sure. And Andy, you said, eh, there's more oh, coming. Yeah, it's coming. Jacob in his ITM calls this the worst feeling of his life. Mm, wow, he's had an easy life. And as she hugs everyone goodbye, Andy, you said, I'll miss you the most, Scarecrow. <laughs> Jill in her car (laughs) you like that one that 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 line of yours it was appropriate Jill in her car home now says quote a Lyft driver broke my heart he sold his couch for cash and I'm crying over him wow now that that is a country song What was the line? It was like, uh, I, my, a Lyft driver broke my heart. Yeah, but I didn't like this because it was mean. Like, what's wrong with, like... Oh, it's totally mean. It's super mean. Just with your Lyft driver, you're like, like what is she was calling she, him, trash? Yeah, That's she's terrible. like acting like he's beneath her. How dare he? He drives a Lyft. He can't, he, like, how is he breaking my heart? Yeah. Get over yourself. I didn't like this. This was a bad final look on Jill. And I understand she was rejected and therefore, you know, the same way that Shanae called... Kate disgusting and Logan gutter trash or whatever. This was Jill doing that, but it just felt very pointed to be like, he sold his couch for cash. Like people sell things for money. Sometimes like not everyone is swimming in money all the time. I just thought this was really mean. I I agree. Got to me. I still think it's a country song. A Lyft driver broke my heart. That's gotta be a country (laughs) song. All right. Ready? I got this. I'm going to do this. All right. Okay. He sold his car for cash, now I'm crying over him. I never thought I'd say this, but a Lyft driver broke my heart. (laughs) Is that not good? Yeah, I guess I'm just, I can't find it as funny as I should because I just think it's not a nice thing to say. Can you separate your feelings (laughs) and the quality of my song? 
Excellent song, Andy. I think that fits in with any country song there. That song you just made up on the spot. Thank you. Back at the resort, Tyler, Alex, and Adam will be joining the beach soon. Alex reveals Victoria wanted to have a conversation with Johnny before exploring things further, which we thought was very impressive restraint on her part. So she and Alex never consummated their connection with a makeout. And Tyler seems to be in a similar situation with Brittany, meanwhile, except they did make out. Brittany returns to the beach now looking all goth chic in her glorious black set. Yeah, she looked good. I was very into this. Didn't change my mind. Still broke up. (laughs) Okay. Didn't change my mind. Yeah, you really have lost it. Not crawling back. We're friends, though. We're friends. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Still friends. Brittany and Andrew catch up, and there's a very platonic vibe here, like immediately. They reveal each other's dates and respective connections, and this wraps with a friendly hug, and it's peaceful all around. I mean, I'm not surprised by this, I guess. We no. never really saw the romantic connection with the two of them. And it actually tracks, you know, the fact that Andrew yeah. didn't get upset about her. No one cares. No one talk- Neither about- of them care. Yeah, about Peter talking shit about her, though. I mean, he didn't. It's true. He wasn't he- invested. Neither of them were invested in this thing. Yes. So cut now to Serene and Victoria riding over. And this is where we observed that Serene was in this car, but earlier she was shown hugging Jill goodbye. So this yeah. whole thing was aired out of order, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a ton. We get our slow-mo embraces between Brandon and Serene and Johnny and Victoria. And Serene says it was so hard being away that she was literally losing her mind. Nope. That sounds scary. To literally lose your mind? That means that you misplaced it. That's what that means. Brandon says he realized he loves her and she says she loves him too and they make out and once again we agreed Andy that they are made for each other that's it that's Done. It. Johnny is adorably excited about having Victoria back. Meanwhile, he's clearly tempering his smiles and enthusiasm, but this is as excited as Johnny gets. Yeah. He reminds me of a guy I dated once, a guy mm. that never smiled with his teeth. Oh yeah. You I know, know who I'm guy. talking oh, about. I know who you're talking about. He's a about. lovely person. Yeah. But it was almost like it like you said, the coolest guy in oh, college. God, you're right. He never smiles with his teeth. Yes. It was almost like it show it revealed too much. Emotion. Too much. Yeah. Too vulnerable. Yes. And one of the things I love so much about you is how expressive you are. When oh. you're down, it shows. When you're happy, it shows. Oh, it, you're just a, your nice. face is just so open. And yeah, Johnny just reminds me of this guy I dated. It's yeah. like he He's excited about Victoria, but first he wants to hear if she's also excited about him before he shows his teeth. He's also cool like the guy you dated. Yes. Very very similar vibes. Yeah. And that guy, I will add, was the only guy like that that I've ever dated because I don't normally go for guys like this. Yeah. I don't go for cool guys. (laughs) He is super cool. I like guys that are cool in their weirdness. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think he was the guy we're talking about. We both know. Yeah. Was the coolest guy you've ever dated. <laughs> okay, well, Victoria says, first we got ripped out and then we had to go back to Vedanta. So this kind of gives us a bit of background that it seems that that might be the hotel that they all stay in before yeah. they go to paradise. Yeah. It got a weak plug. Vedanta must have, <laughs> they must have been like giving them like a thousand bucks. It was like, nah, we're not paying up. He's trying to play it so cool, but his nerves are showing here. And Victoria reveals that she had a date on the last day and took Alex. And she says he checks a lot of boxes. And he's like, oh, I want you to explain that boxes thing. And she brings it back to the age thing. She wants to start a family soon. And things get very tense very quickly. And he says she was the one who said don't explore. And he leaves now. I'm over-exaggerating. Oh, there's no such thing as over-exaggerating. No, there isn't. I'm just exaggerating. Yes. But in general, he doesn't take this super well, and he just sort of leaves in a huff. Yeah. And Johnny and Logan briefly chat before Victoria finds him and is like, can we please talk some yeah, more? Yeah. It almost feels a little mothery. It's it like, okay. It feels parent. 
warranty. Yeah, yeah are you right. done with your with your episode? Well, that's okay. the thing. Victoria mm. is the adult. Johnny, no, no disrespect to Johnny. No. Johnny's still yeah, he's having fun. We he's, like a, he's, Johnny. he's a young guy. Yes. He's having a fun young time. A fun young time. And Victoria's on his yacht. Ready. He he has many more sunsets to watch on his yes, yacht. Yes, I don't want him to be an adult. Actually, yet. I don't know if there's a yacht. It's just a boat. I don't know. I don't know the it's difference. It's a boat. It's a yacht <laughs> boat. It's a very small yacht or a big boat. What makes a yacht a yacht? It's a great question. I think a yacht is big enough that you could sleep in it. Like comfortably, like you could sleep in a rowboat, but you're an animal. I mean, you know, no one wants to sleep in a rowboat. You want to sleep where it's like an actual bed. Okay. I think a yacht is big enough to have a bed in it. That's what a yeah, yacht but you is. could have a boat with a bed in it. It's not a yacht. No, I think a, a boat with a bed is a yacht. <laughs> I have a feeling the shanties are going to be like, oh dear, <laughs> let me explain. Yeah. Maybe what it's makes the size. A, what it's makes a size. pond a lake? What makes a lake a pond? We didn't I- get a totally good answer on that. <laughs> So Victoria and Johnny talk, take two. She says it's a lot for her too. Let's talk through it step by step. In general, Victoria handles this like an adult. She's mm-hmm. very reasonable. Yeah. He says he hates the list thing. He says he didn't have to pull out any list. He knows how he feels about her. And she says he's so much more than a checklist. She's sorry for saying that. She wants to have kids soon though. And she wants to start a family. She handles this so well. Yeah. I love how she even acknowledged that. She's like, I'm sorry for mentioning the checklist. It's it's not how I feel yeah, about yeah, you. You're yeah. so much more than that. I didn't mean it like that. Very adult. Unbelievable. Victoria is a full grown adult. Villain to hero. Yep. She says he wasn't open to being engaged when they talked about this before. And she says, that's fine. But when she took a step back, she wondered if she was being blind to everything he had told her and that he just wasn't ready. I thought this was 100% true. Yeah. And so many people and women especially find themselves in that position yeah. where it's like, at what point am I like, am I being cool with it? And like, you take your time, you want to make sure we're on the same page and all that versus you're just telling me that you're not ready all this time. And I'm not, not listening to it. Right. I, I thought she did this so well. I okay. agree. His counter argument to this is don't you think you should fall in love with somebody before setting up a life together? I mean, he's right, theoretically. Uh, he's but, right, of course. Like, it's just so obvious. It didn't need to be said. That's not a rebuttal right. to what she just said. Right. She's asking for a little bit of assurance that it's not just, oh, we're not just having fun. It's like a guy starting a restaurant and in the kitchen, it's like rats, cockroaches are running rampant. Uh-huh. There's like a literal monkey cooking the food. <laughs> And the guy serves him. Here's a couple of samples of our food. He tastes it. This is very good food. Uh-huh. He's like, well, that's great. Then you should love the restaurant. You should invest. <laughs> you like the food. Yeah. But no, it's not just about the food. <laughs> yeah. yeah for, you're going to get a C. Uh, a a oh, C rating? A C a rating. D? Yeah, D. By the way, we've stopped going to restaurants because of those. I mean, I feel like this is what I feel about the ratings. When you see the ratings in the window. Yeah. Like, you know, there's people paying them off. You think so? Yeah. I mean, it, it's basically, if you get a C rating, that means the inspector was like, yeah, you can pay me off, but I can't, I can't even take a payment to give you more than a C. I'm sorry. Like you're, you're not even, you're not even at the so bribe So what you're level. saying is a C is really an, an a e. C is like an F. Oh. Yeah. A B is where the guy was like, you're really a C, but if you give me like a few hundred bucks, I'll give you, let's just talk, you know, we'll deal with this. Okay. So you think an A is a B, a B is a C and a C is an F. Yeah, I think if you get a C, it's a total F. Okay. That means it was it was at a zoo in the kitchen. You know, I've worked at restaurants in my day. And yeah. when I was in college, I worked at a restaurant in New York. And I remember when the health inspector would come in, yeah. it was like, <gasps> oh. and one of the things that 
people rushed to do was to put the butter packets in the fridge because they'd been out so that they were room temperature. So they were soft because everyone likes soft butter. Everyone. Can we talk about that? <laughs> I've been, I've gone to a good restaurant where it's like, oh, this is a nice restaurant. Yeah. Really nice. Like this is going to be a good place. And then you get a rock hard. They lay down a rock hard butter. I'm done. It's over. It's over. Yeah. I know it's going to be better. I, mean, I don't know if times have changed since then, but Never. I remember thinking this is wrong. The butter should be soft. There's not a single restaurant in America that serves rock hard butter that has very good food. They may have fine food, but it's not very good. Respect butter. Victoria asks if he's ready to have kids, what his career goals are. He gets defensive at this. He says he's motivated. But if that is what she's looking for, for someone established, then he's out. I thought he was acting a little childish yeah. here. I, I don't want to too get, hard because he I, wasn't that bad. But he's also 26. He's, I honestly, yes, at 26, so I'm reacting the same way. Yeah, at the time, Andy, you said when I was young and immature, I would have acted the same way. Who cares about the boxes? We have love. Fuck you. Yeah, you're romantic. You're idealistic. 26, mm-hmm. you're, not a, you're not really a full adult yet. And that's fine. Yeah. I don't fault Johnny for this line. I just think that he is inherently wrong, but not for his age. I don't want to say that Johnny's wrong because, you know, he's 26, he's young, he's probably starting his career and it's tough. I think it's tough, especially for a guy to have to compete with an older man who maybe, is, you know, they keep talking about Alex who's so established. Like Alex's wealth keeps being alluded yeah, to. Alex and I can, do? I don't know, but I can imagine if you were a 26 year old guy who's trying threatened. to make it in the world. I'd be pissed off. Yeah, it would be annoying to yeah. be compared to that. But at the same time. He should respect the dialogue. He yeah. shouldn't fight back, but I don't fault him. He's both right and wrong, and yeah. he's all right. Well, but here. Victoria is also incredibly right. Like, I don't think she's wrong to be like, what are your career aspirations? Like, as a woman, you want to know that, oh, my God. It's like that. What were we watching last night? It was the... The, the sea wolf, the sea the wolf sea island. Wolf, yes. Okay, so in it, the bald eagle... With the crab? Yeah, so the... <laughs> what about the crab? Oh my God, the scene with a bald eagle and the crab. That was the most amazing thing. Oh, that was thing amazing. Ever, that was amazing. Yes, but there, so there are two bald eagles and before the female bald eagle mates with the male, first he has to fly around for ages bringing her tasty treats. Yeah. He has to bring her food totally for a long period of time and then she's like, okay, you can fuck me. Yeah. And then they have sex and then- I wouldn't call it fucking. It was more like, I mean, <laughs> we're talking like half a second. <laughs> it was really fast. It was like, fuck. And they showed it too. <laughs> Yeah. I love I think watching birds have sex is amazing. It's, ama- it's so fast. It's so fast. And like there's all this like all these feathers. Like Where's how do you know where it goes? It's pure instinct. I've never I don't understand where the penetration happens. I'm amazed by that. It's so fast it's, and it's, so there's a distance. It yes. doesn't seem like that they, they, they connect. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Okay, but in it, the female finally allows this to happen yeah. after he has auditioned with food. Yeah. And then she has to sit there. It'll be another 10 days before she lays eggs. E- eggs. That's what they do. <laughs> I know. And during those 10 days, he goes and f- and feeds her. Yeah, he goes yeah, and yeah. gets food. So he has to pretty much prove that he can provide. And look, I'm not making this about like the man providing for the woman and all that stuff. But I just think that this is very real life. She's yeah. like, you know, we can't pay the bills with love. I agree. She's actually thinking really far down the line. Yes, she's being it very shows how seriously yeah. she's taking this. I honestly, again, <laughs> at 26, I'm not having this. I, I'm with Johnny. Okay. At my... At, well, 36, I engage and I respect okay. the conversation. Okay, well, That's as, all I'm saying. as a woman, I respect that Victoria's like, I agree. You know, what does this look like outside of here? What are your. From her perspective, I 100% agree. Yeah. She's absolutely in the right yes. to be 
This is one of those situations where they're both a little right. She's a little more right. Yeah. I can't hate on Johnny. Johnny's Johnny. He doesn't deserve to be hated on because he doesn't handle this terribly. He just acts a little young. Like he gets really defensive at every turn. And I think she handles this really well. She's like, let's talk about this step by step. She apologizes for talking about a checklist. She's very mature in how she handles this. And it feels more like he's like, well, if that's what you want, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a little immature, but it's also, uh, and it's okay. Again, it's okay. Yeah, because he's young. He's allowed to be young. He's young. Okay, so Victoria warns Johnny now that Alex is coming. Uh oh. Alex is coming. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds funny. It's not funny. <laughs> mm, and he says that if she has coming. to explore that with him, do it, but let him go. He says, quote, if I'm not with you, I'm out of here. And in general, I wrote, I'm very impressed with how she's handling this conversation. She's like a different person than on Peter's season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now it's the evening and the new guys arrive. Johnny and his ITM says that he's upset and feels sick. And it's the first time I realize that he hasn't been through this. No. He hasn't been through this. Easy street. Easy street. He did it to Hunter. Yeah. That first rose ceremony. He he did it. And he, I mean, he didn't do it to Gabby, but he's been breaking hearts. (laughs) His turn has come. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun. It sounds mean and sick, but it is sort of fun to watch someone who clearly has broken hearts have to navigate this. Well, it's like watching a great champion get beat. Mm. It's sad, but it's also amazing. You're like, wow, everyone can get beat. Mm -hmm. There's always someone better. Brittany and Tyler talk. She basically says she's single now and they make out. Brittany and her ITM says that Tyler is who she's been waiting for. And now they go to the bar and Jasenia, out of nowhere, is like, hey, Tyler, want to go chat? And Brittany in her ITM says that it feels malicious. You thought that Jasenia was looking for screen time. 100%. This was a strange choice on Jasenia's yeah. part. Yeah. Who like knows? maybe she knows. With editing, you never know. Yeah, maybe cares? maybe they had some prior thing. <laughs> Whatever. I don't. I don't really care that much. I don't care either. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. I care no- about nothing. I care about less. Well, less. the only thing I care about is Victoria's ever exciting and incredibly attractive love triangle. I wrote. Oh yeah. I mean, this is some love triangle. Oh, so sweet. Victoria, Johnny, and Alex. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Huh. <laughs> oh dear oh my heavens Alex pulls Victoria to chat and Johnny's struggling meanwhile Alex tells Victoria he's still very excited about her she says she's confused Michael meanwhile talks about M- Michael's narrating again yeah. he talks about how Alex is tall dark and handsome and wealthy <laughs> and yeah. how he could provide everything Victoria could possibly want yeah. and that's the cliffhanger we're, we're, we're being sold how wealthy Alex is but he's Michael's to- basically calling Victoria a gold digger it's so strange that they keep talking about Alex's... I mean, you know, maybe it's not strange. Like, it is realistic. Like, I mean, if you think real life, this would be a factor in his being a catch. The original Bachelor was wealthy. Wasn't it Firestone? Andrew Firestone oh, Andrew, was from the Firestone. But originally in the franchise, I feel like the Bachelor had to be kind of tall, good-looking, and kind of successful. Yeah. And then it just became whatever. Like yeah, whoever. now, yeah. I don't know. It's it's tough because I feel for guys, especially young guys in this situation. But I, to me, I guess I get a sick kind of thrill out of watching things like wealth and success outside of the show and outside of Instagram being mm-hmm. discussed because yeah. it is realistic. Yeah, it absolutely. is something people are going to talk about. It is a selling point. You got it in two ways on this episode. You got Jill ripping on a guy for being a Lyft driver. Yeah. And you have everyone talking about how wealthy Alex is and how you know great that should be. <laughs> great that should be. 
Okay, so that is the cliffhanger, the end of episode nine. And that brings us to our credits, which is pretty much Logan and Kate joking about her toes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. Okay, so next, Andy, your A-game. Do you have an A-game winner this week? You did not have one last week. I do. Kate. All around A-game. Okay. Yeah, everything. I do feel like anyone Kate sets her sights on, she could have. Yeah. She's very savvy. Okay. Victoria is sort of a close second. Because I thought Victoria, it's not really game. It's just like Victoria was an adult, but Kate was a gamesman. Yes. Okay. I agree with that. And that brings us now to our word watch. There were zero hurricanes, Andy. Kind of surprising. There was a lot of talk about storms. Yes. But not hurricanes. No hurricanes. And tornado. Yes. There were 110 correct guesses. And our winner, the grand prize winner of $100 to Frankly Apparel goes to Woodland. Or perhaps Woodline. On YouTube. Congratulations. You are the winner. Please email us or DM us by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. And Andy, do you have a word for next week? Engagement. So that'll be episodes 10 and 11. If you would like to join in the Dear Shandy Word Watch Fun and have a chance to win $185 in feels, CBD tincture, that's this, a lot of tincture. Yes, and this is like designer CBD, by the way. How much tincture do you want? This is good CBD. It's good. We're big Feels fans. We have been for a long time. It helps me sleep. You say that it helps you feel more grounded. My mom. Oh, yeah, your mom's Who doesn't accept any help for anything. Finally took some of this stuff, yeah. and she's like, it's amazing. Yeah. I want more. She wants more. So you have a chance to win $185 in Feels CBD by guessing correctly the number of times the word engagement is uttered in episodes 10 and 11. You must do so by this Friday at midnight. You must use the numeral. Do not write out the word. And you must include either word watch or engagement in your comment. And mm-hmm. if you guess correctly, you will be entered in a pile of semi-winners, and one name will be drawn just like Woodlands or Woodlines was. And that person will win the grand prize of $185 in Fields CBD. And finally, Andy, who would we go for? Well, sadly, my relationship with Brittany is over. Is it sad? It is sad. We had a good time. We really did. If I'm honest, that went on longer than I thought it would. (laughs) (laughs) Judging my relationship with Brittany. Uh, But I'm 100% with Kate now. Oh, one. I fully can see that. Yes. Okay. She's funny. She's smart. She's quick. There's good banter. Mm -hmm. She gets it. She has more examples of a bear shitting in the woods. Yes. (laughs) I I was won over by that. I like Kate. Okay. Big fan. I fully support that and would have guessed that. She's exactly the type. I would have guessed that you would have guessed that. Okay. So for me, it's pretty slim pickings. I'm not going to lie. I feel like... I'm not into Michael anymore. Not nothing against him, I but that. I just you know. Yeah, I get it. He's too first class to be it's packaged. He feels packaged. Yeah, it does feel packaged. And Casey was the one that I really liked, and now he's yeah, gone. He's on the DL. <sighs> Do I have to pick someone? I, I, if come I come on, had... just pick the guy you want to pick. Pick the oh guy. Adam. Yeah, but I don't know anything about him. Does it matter? <laughs> Isn't that I'm, the best way to be with that? I mean, I've been told by our Shandies that he's a geologist. What more do you need to know? Yeah. Okay. So I'll go for Adam, even though I, we've seen really nothing of him. But I like that he can be a platonic friend to these women. He can have conversations with them that don't involve him trying to hit on them. And he's a geologist and he looks the way he does. So, okay, Adam. I think those are great reasons. Okay. All right, Andy, that's a wrap then for this recap. Yeah. I really can't wait to get to the end of these uh, two-nighters. 
Yeah, this is really intense. This is grueling. Four hours. Yeah. You should have sympathy for your recappers out there because this is really grueling stuff. I'm I'm pooped. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us iTunes and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews and generally do all of the things that you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy.